The equipment that they use for Wonder Woman is incredible and they have the cameras up top and they like literally follow the actress while she's like fighting or flying in air, just follow her with the truck. First of all, Wonder Woman is an amazing example. I cried so much <laughs> in that movie. I felt so touched. I was like, it's a, it's a female superhero. And she's in no man's land. And because it's a no man's land, it's a woman's mm-hmm. land. And I, oh, it, it about killed me. It was so good. <laughs> It was so good. Now I'm just talking about Wonder Woman. Maybe we should make this a Wonder Woman (laughs) podcast. Hi, welcome to our Mega Talks. I am your host, Abby Yerby, and today I am joined by two wonderful people who we are so excited to add to the Romega team as of recently, uh, Mary and Becca. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys. Hey. Yes, thank you. (laughs) So if you've kept up with our newsletter or anything that we've been posting recently from Romega Digital, we have recently launched uh, the video branch of Romega. We're super, super excited about it. Uh, We have two folks here who are already just kicking all sorts of butt with the video world. And uh, today we're just gonna give you a chance to get to know them. Hi, my name is Mary St. Fort. I am the videographer here at Romega. Um, An interesting thing about me is that I love people and I just graduated. Where'd you graduate from, for those who don't know? Shorty University. And you got a degree in? Communications and vocal performance. Yeah, we're we're calm buddies, for (laughs) sure. Oh, yeah. All right, Becca. Hey, I am Rebecca Terry. I am the Creative Projects Manager here at Romega. Um, Interesting fact about me. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm boring. Well, you just recently got a new puppy. I did get a new puppy. How's puppy life going? I don't enjoy puppy life. Uh, He is so cute and he's so fluffy. And I love that he wants all the love right now. But (laughs) I don't miss potty training. And the little yappiness going on. Yeah. But he's so cute. It almost makes it worth it. Yes. Yes. It's the only thing that makes it worth it. The fluffy Uh, cue ball of Otis that he is. Otis. Otis. What a good dog name, by the way. I love human names for dogs. I think it's so funny. I thought so, too. Yeah. I have Ollie and Otis. Uh Oh. Well, how long have both of you guys been in the Rome area? All my life. Huh. Yeah. Five, eh, five years because of school. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. And what brought you to Shorter rather than anywhere else in Georgia? Full ride. I that's, hear ya. <laughs> that's you. literally it. I hear ya. And my voice teacher. Who is your voice teacher? Andrew Thomas. Um, uh, what movie is it? Riding Daisy or... Mrs. Daisy. Something like... like Driving Miss Daisy? There it is. That's it. They're remaking Driving Miss Daisy? No, no. She was in that. What? She was... Yeah. She was in that. What? That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. That's one. And like she went to... She came to our high school and she is the diva amongst all divas because she pretty much kicked our voice teacher, our um, choir teacher out of her own office and made that her little little um studio office for herself to get prepared for the concert oh, she wow. is a big 
going this one hand and singing. <laughs> I was done. Done. Wow, that's so cool that you were able to meet someone that made such an impression that you would like. Because you're from Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess it's not the biggest jump, but still, like, yeah. make yeah. it choosing a school partially based on that interaction. Yeah. That must be really, really cool. <laughs> Becca, you've been here your whole life. Yes. I know that this is kind of your first foray into what you have really wanted to do. I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about that journey and kind of starting oh, out. Oh, gosh. Um... I feel like this has been the hardest thing to find is for, I guess for anybody really, when they, when they start growing up and they're, you know, they're going through high school and they tell you, okay, you need to know what you want to be when you go into college. And I changed my major at least five times. Um, I was almost a history teacher. I was almost a nurse, got into nursing school and orientation. I decided that was not it. Um, I've had a wide range of jobs from food, retail, and um, oddly enough, eyeballs. Um, I was an ophthalmic technician, (laughs) and that was random. And then I ended up in video. Um, I used to work for a videography company slightly, like very, very low-key. I was more so the pack mule. but he, he was pretty great at editing and he created these masterpieces mm-hmm. that I thought, you know, like could, could end up, he could do that for movies and things like that. And I just thought that was interesting, but um, didn't really plan on video stuff. But when it presented itself, I was like, why not? Let's try the next thing mm-hmm. in life and go for it. Um, what about your position here has excited you most so far? I love how laid back everything is because like coming from coming out of school, mm-hmm. I'm used to like, okay, everything you, like is laid out for you. You have a syllabus you got, you have to abide by the guidelines and the deadlines, which is the same thing here. Um, we have deadlines. Um, and I just like the fact that we are able to take so many creative routes when it comes down to videoing um, different clients that we have and say, okay, well, I feel this about this type of shot. So I'll just go ahead and do that shot without saying, no, 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 let's not, not, let's not do that. Let's stick with the, you stick with the program and stick with what we have down. And just, I just love that I can put my opinions out there and I don't get like, not reprimanded for it, but everyone like acknowledges it and say, okay, let's try that. And then we can, if it doesn't work out, we'll try something different, you know? Yeah, you have a little bit more creative freedom. Yeah, Yeah. and I I really enjoy that. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your point of view because Brayden knew he wanted video, didn't know how to happen. He, I would hear him say, video, and think, cool. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, What now? And uh, the impact that you guys have already had is really, really impressive. Um, Becca, what about you? Um, definitely the people, because you guys are so amazing. Um, Abby, you have done nothing but help me. Like this has been the, a huge learning process in general of every aspect of what we've we've done so far, and um, having your help because like this is really a team team job. Like you guys really take that mentality and run with it. Um, you can't find that everywhere, and for me personally. Um, 
because I've had so many jobs, it's just shifting from trying to find somewhere to be happy in. And people are a huge part of that. I'm not really in it for the money, obviously. It's more so like, where can I plug in at and hopefully create a career path, but also be happy in it. Mm-hmm. And people are just a huge point on that list for me. Mm-hmm. So you guys have all been amazing. You, you were talking about how we're great at video. Um, I can't do word content. I cannot. I second that. I can create a story <laughs> with a video, but I cannot. Oh my gosh, it's it's so sad how bad I am with words. <laughs> and you are so beautiful with words. So that's been that's been awesome to well, watch. Well, thank you for complimenting me because that was a real purpose <laughs> of this episode. It's just it's like, for compliments right here. Oh yeah, this is just to boost my ego. All this is is like an opportunity for me to talk to people. And then, like, have them talk compliments back to me. So I appreciate that. Uh, I know you guys, I mean, you came from school. You came from, like, a whole gamut of different positions. But I think that both of those backgrounds kind of lended you or steered you towards um, having a bit of success here so early. And I was wondering if there is anything in either of y'all's background that you've kind of leaned on, any one lesson that you've learned you know, throughout the past five years, how long you've been in education, how long you've been um, in the workforce that has helped you get off to a great start? I would say the teachers for me mm-hmm. um, from coming from school. Um, my main priority was music and I didn't lean more on the communication side. It was just like a backup plan. Um, but then like sophomore year, I started music wasn't up there for me anymore because mm-hmm. it got too in-depth and I'm like okay you're killing my love for music yeah and so that's when I leaned every single time I went to any of my comm classes whether it was like um digital production post-production mm-hmm. pre-production um mass media like I loved every minute of it mm-hmm. and so like I was always looking forward to those classes and so that's what really amped my motivation for communications um I don't see myself in like one particular position when it comes down to entertainment or communication in general mm-hmm. I see myself in like a lot of positions like I love everything entertainment yeah I love everything that's behind the scenes I like being in front of the camera sometimes and sometimes I, I enjoy being behind the camera so <laughs> yeah depends on the day I get oh, it oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah Becca have, was that enough time for you to think of an answer <laughs> oh gosh um I guess I would have to say um, having so many positions and in my journey to find one, um, it really helped me grow on the aspect of like, sadly, it was more so seeing bad leadership Mm. take place Mm. and figuring out how I wanted, like, how would I correct this if I was in their position? How Mm. could I improve it? Not only for myself, because I don't, I feel like when you get in a leadership position, and you're terrible to your employees, then that that's only going to make it harder for you as well. Yeah. I, I never understood that aspect. So my goal when I was in these jobs that I was in was just to kind of gear in like eventually if I was in a position where I was somewhat in a leadership position. Making your own um, decisions yeah, or something. How could I improve it not only for myself but for other people? Like it should be – strict but fun mm-hmm. and I'm how would I create that kind of environment um that kind of led me to where I am today I don't know yeah is that was that the question 
video-wise, it was just like, I, I don't even get on YouTube that often, to be mm-hmm. honest. That I Social media, I don't even have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have Instagram, which I kind of engulf into, but really the video aspect was just kind of like, okay, I have the opportunity to learn something, just run with it and cross my fingers and hopefully it'll work out. Mm-hmm. Um, creatively, I've only really considered painting, um, but other no other mediums for such as video was on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really didn't feel like I prepared much for the job, but just kind of like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. You just said yes. Yes. That is such an enviable quality to have. And just the, you know, the concept of I'm just going to do it. That's so important. And I think that's so necessary, especially in today's world. Because I know you mentioned, Mary, how you could see yourself anywhere in entertainment. And the way that, you know, different careers, especially for younger people, are right now is that you have to wear so many hats, which is really, really cool. Um, something you said, Becca, made me go, ooh, that's really cool. And then I had a train of thought to go back to it, and then I forgot it. <laughs> um, um, when, when you were first exposed to video, was there anything about it that... Um, kind of caught your eye or got you thinking or anything like that like did anything stand out to you as this is kind of something cool the equipment kind of stood out um i partially because you had to carry it yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) um but watching them actually use it um my favorite was probably just the the picture quality of, of things and and how to like zone in on that um was pretty cool because you know i've here I've worked with Canon camera a little bit and I loved it but I feel like I could really zone in and make it just a sharp quality from that Mm -hmm. um camera if I just engulf in that but just just the equipment itself I guess was was neat to watch them utilize to it to its full extent Mm -hmm. because you can you can give a a camera to anybody and they could take a picture but to to utilize for video the quality um there's so many options that it presents mm-hmm. that just studying for that would sound, seemed intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but video was, yeah, it just was never really on my radar. Um, but now that I've, I've done edits and things, um, I watch video differently. Yeah. That's been really cool. What's one way that you watch, you consume media differently now that you've been on the back end of things? like how they how they capture the shots mm-hmm. like i'm wondering like oh i could i could utilize this in in one of our clients mm-hmm. or things like that like i should think back to this kind of shot and and just how i'm i'm curious how they capture things now mm-hmm. um it's just it's a different watching experience from a movie to now i am watching youtube more often things like that and i'm like wow this is I'm wondering how they captured this. How would I capture that? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Mary, I heard you agree a couple of times. Oh, Do you yeah. have some similar thoughts? Yeah. Um, in classes, um, my senior year, we had post-production and production. Mm-hmm. And so we watched a lot of films. Yeah. And like nowadays, like whenever I watch that, I'm like, oh, the quality of this is terrible. I could do so <laughs> much better with that. <laughs> and like the act, well, acting was like something in another background that mm-hmm. I had. And I could just say, I'm like, 
like, oh, this actor is horrible too. I could, well, I couldn't do it, but I'm like, somebody else could have done something better. Mm-hmm. Um, and like different shots now, like Wonder Woman. If we watch Wonder Woman, like yes. every shot in that is mind blowing. That is ridiculous. The equipment that they use, like they use dollies, like, mm-hmm. but we, we create our own dolly. And we like took like so many pipes and we just connected them together with tape and glue and hammers and whatnot. And like we created our own dolly. And like the equipment that they use for Wonder Woman is incredible that they have trucks where like, you know, where you have um, the firefighter trucks where they have that little extension where they, um, if you're, if there's a burning building, you get them from the top level or whatever. Mm -hmm. They have those type of things and they have the cameras up top and they like literally follow the actress while she's like fighting or flying in air just follow her with the truck and it's stuff like that and being creative like that just Mm -hmm. thinking out of the box i enjoy i enjoy just doing random stuff like that just to get the quality that you want you know first of all one woman is an amazing example i cried so much that movie i felt so touched i was like it's a it's a female superhero and she's in no man's land because it's a no man's land it's a woman's Mm -hmm. land and i oh it it about killed me it was so good it was so good now i'm just talking about wonder woman maybe we should make this a wonder woman yes podcast okay What has been y'all's favorite moment so far in our current video production? I would say working with the different clients. Mm -hmm. Every client is different and it's good to get like feedback for like whatever, I guess, job that you go into or for future references. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... um, one of our clients that I enjoy working with is um, Tom with Dipsy. And um, he is really great with camera. Um, he takes direction very well. And I love how when working with different people, they bring something different to the table, which I really enjoy, which helps me with working with others because I, I enjoy working with others, but there's some, when it comes down to like, asking them what I feel or what I have envisioned in my mind. Like giving direction. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's different when it comes out of my mouth compared to what I envisioned. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just enjoy that a lot. I just enjoy working with different people, getting their different takes Mm -hmm. and see what they bring to the table. Yeah. One of my favorite things about working with Omega is sitting down, especially like discovery meetings is what we call them. So like when we sign on a new client, we often invite them in and like talk for 30 minutes to an hour just about like the direction of where their project is going to go. And you're right. It's so much fun. And every single person brings something new to the table. And I don't know. I just like sitting down and talking with people. It's obvious because I started this podcast. Um, But it is really interesting because you get to learn about industries that you would have never, ever, you know, been curious to even look. Or you meet new people who have all just different walks of life, who bring new experiences. And especially in a creative process, it really brings a sense of um, it's very genuine, especially in the stories that we've been able to tell recently. Um. Tom's excitement for the priorities comes across. 
Um, we're also going to shout out Paper Pack. We just did a series of videos for them where not only were they able to share a bit of their cultural in their family business, but also show that like they can have a little bit of fun yeah. and uh, while still doing a wonderful, great job for the clients they have. Um, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mary, <laughs> you have a lot to live, live I know, up to. <laughs> I would have to agree. I mean, dang, you 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 said it all. Um, I guess I could give particular shout-outs to Crawdaddy. They gave me cheesecake while I was there. Their kitchen was so fun. Um, their chefs were just interacting with me while I was shooting, and they were hilarious. And like you said, paper pack. There was a bunny sh- uh, bunny suit. Uh. Spoiler alert, go check out that video. It's so good. Um, Yeah, Joan, if you're listening to this, we loved working with you. Yes. (laughs) It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Tom Lindsay. Yeah. He's great to get in touch with, and he does. He's just energetic and fun and nice. You can't beat that. Mm -hmm. That That's really what makes the video when they're pouring their passion and their love for what in the, what they want to do and what they want people to know about, that's what really pumps me up, really. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. I feel like we're so lucky to be in the position that we are. Um, I know, I mean, I've been here for uh, over a year and a half now, and I have met so many delightful human beings and it's been wonderful. And now I get to meet you guys. <laughs> and you're also doing wonderful work. And you also have your own passions that you bring to the table. Um, Mary, I know uh, you haven't said it during this podcast, but you sing opera music. Not oh just gosh. any music, <laughs> but opera music. Like, we talked before on this podcast with Mandy Maloney. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's a delightful one. Um, about how every single job, every single pastime have some sort of art to it. And, you know, with opera, with singing, I want to know what you draw from music in particular. I guess for me, one, it has more to do with my history Mm -hmm. because I come from a very musical background. My dad is a pianist. He used to play the guitar and the accordion. My mom is a singer. My brother plays the drums. Mm -hmm. My sister, she used to dance, but I don't think so anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's like, it draws back to my roots. And like, if I'm like feeling, if I'm feeling down, you know, I would sing. If I'm happy, I would sing. Like, Like any given moment, like you will hear me either listening to music or singing. And so like, I just, I just love how music feels for me and my, to my soul and how it makes me feel outside emotionally. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess that's, I I hope that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was beautiful. I just, I just love music. Yeah. Becca, I know you mentioned that, um, you considered painting as a career choice at one time. Um, what have you done with that in general? Is that like a pastime you always go back to? I need to do it again. Um, I used to actually sell stuff, and I had a booth at one point um, called Pedal because I would actually paint, but I'd also um, have metal, mm-hmm. and I'd um, I'd weld things, and. Uh, 
Interesting. I miss those things, but the term starving artist came to mind as I was doing it. And (laughs) as much as I don't care about the money, I care a little bit about the money. (laughs) Well, you gotta be able to like eating. Yeah, that's important. (laughs) I like food. So, yeah, but I used to, I used to love it so much, but just kind of fell out. You know, mm-hmm. you, you grow up and you find out what's more important Yeah. In time. Yeah. What, do you feel any connection between, you know, those pastimes, those creative pastimes that, you know, you've poured a lot of time into, you poured a lot of heart into, and a little bit of what you're doing now? Like with music and um, making the videos and editing? Yeah. I mean, is there anything that evokes a similar feeling? For me, when it when it comes down to putting, I do things backwards. I've mentioned to you, Becca. Um, I know how we have the videos laid out, and then we put the music. Mm-hmm. I go backwards. I put the music out first because of how I feel, mm-hmm. and like from list, looking at the raw footage that we've captured, I'm like, okay, I can feel that with that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I put the clips, and I'm like, okay, so you're gonna drop right here this one beat. I do I do a lot of things by beats. You do. I've noticed that. And um, whenever something is like not precisely there it irritates the crap out of me and so um music I'm telling you music is a part of me and I incorporate it with everything that I do I try not to not too much but I try my best to do so because that's who I am you know ah that's beautiful that's beautiful I know welding is I think a huge jump from video editing capturing (laughs) yes but i mean same question for you i mean is there anything that like strikes a connection any feeling any moment where you're like you've created something oh yeah for sure um i love it's very artistic process like you said um and i i don't know how you do it mary but i have to have i have to have the story of the video (laughs) in front of me and then i picture the music i like i like getting the precise beats down and things like that too but um so it hits all the notes that live within me i've got the creativeness going on um and i've got a little bit of the ocd um, everything kind of needs its place mm-hmm. and it's it's down to a second sometimes yeah. um, so um, the perfectionist in me um, but yeah thankfully during that process though you helped me as well I feel like when you edit <laughs> you get kind of tunnel vision and again that team aspect like we're building things as a team mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay I've looked at this for for hours literally hours um what am i missing what little details can you tell me because little details make the story Mm -hmm. um but yeah i get to like my heart's happy like it gets all the things that i want good that's so good to hear uh (laughs) For those who are curious, a bit of what our process looks like is after we've captured the video, we've edited it, um, we, and we have a first cut, we have what's called Remega Theater, where uh, Mary, Becca, myself, and often Brayden will sit down and watch all these videos that we're creating for you guys. And it goes through usually multiple rounds of edits just to make sure it tells the story that we're wanting to tell, that the music evokes exactly what you're hoping it to. Um, It's a really, really fun process that has introduced a lot of discussions about what our clients want. And I think this would be a good opportunity to ask you guys what you would wanna tell people who are interested in doing video 
what about what you do would help their business be more successful? If you're passionate about getting your business out there and wanting people to come and, you know, know about who you are and what you love, we can make that happen, you know, Mm -hmm. because we can, we will work with you one and two, we will try to capture everything that you want everyone to know about you and your business and your love for your business because everyone has a passion Mm -hmm. and there's a reason why you started the business in the first place you know so we're we just want to share that love with you and share the love with everyone else yeah you know yeah i'd have to agree like i'm i'm not passionate about whether you should mail a box or use a mailer Mm -hmm. when we went to paper pack Mm -hmm. but they were passionate about it Mm -hmm. Hearing people's passions makes me passionate about it. I want to, and my job and and what is becoming a passion is to tell that story through a video. I want to I want to evoke an emotion. I want you to see this and think this is a better option, or that dish looks great, or um, one of our clients is Linex, like how their process works, how their passion is, like they're gonna do things right for for whatever you're seeking, whatever you're buying, they're putting a product out there. Um, I want to, I want to see them be passionate, transform that and make other people feel passionate. And then what comes after that is, you know, not as a romantic part, but it's so important. It gives them more interest in their business, which gets them more clients, which gets them more money, which allows them to do their business better and better. I think video is so, so important in today's world. I mean, not to get all, you know, preachy or weird or anything, but people don't read as much. And video, especially the way that we've been able to tell it before, it's an engaging way to share that story. It's also an easy way so that people can just hit play and consume the media. We are super pumped for this new era of the company. And we're super pumped to have you guys, Mary and Becca, join us. Hey. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to Romega Talks. If you want to hear more, you can find us at RomegaTalks.com. If you want to make any suggestions for guests or topics, or if you just want to chat, you can head there as well. If you are interested in our video services, we want to hear from you. Email Brayden at B, that's the letter B, Keith, at RomegaDigital.com to learn how you can grow your business through video. A special thanks goes out to Cameron Keith for our theme song. It's an instrumental version of a song off of his new album, Nothing and No One, which can be found anywhere you listen to music. This has been Romega Talks, a podcast from Romega Digital. Talk to you guys next time.